you went in to get a bowl of chips or cheesy chips or something, you was getting like a freshly cut potato. And it, make, it does make a difference, I think, mm. to having a nice fresh chip that's fried rather than a um, out of bag. As though. Yeah, he's like a potato smiley special. Yeah, he's a potato connoisseur. Welcome to the Swingers Club, a social gathering for various golfers hosted by Joe, Matt and Sam. Welcome to episode 30 of the Swingers Club Golf Podcast. There could be a lot of Bryson chat tonight as he dismantled the field to become the 2020 US Open champion. We're also going to talk about bunkers, apparently. Um, but let's get cracking. How much did we uh, actually get to see this weekend, lads? Uh, Sunday, quite, I watched quite a bit of it, to be fair. Uh, not maybe as much as I would have liked. Normally, majors in sort of years gone by for me is just literally like, Basically, a Holbrook normal week, really. <laughs> like, uh, veg out from, like, Thursday to Sunday. Watch it all. Knock your sleep off balance. Yeah. But I don't really have that sort of luxury anymore. Um, but I did watch quite a bit of it, yeah. Good man. I fell asleep really early on the Sunday, unfortunately. I was a bit oh, disappointed Did you miss the end? Joseph, Joseph. I'd had a busy weekend, and I'd had a couple of beers, and oh, it, just, it just kind of threw me off. <laughs> it just kind of saw me off really yeah I actually watched I watched uh, pretty much all of it um, I think I missed no the first shit. part <laughs> I think I missed the first part Thursday because naturally I, I do have a job um, so I didn't see the, 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 the start as Thursday but I'd say from about half five six o'clock Thursday night I pretty much didn't miss any of it I did have to pop out Friday afternoon and mm-hmm. uh, yeah it was good I enjoyed it Quite, it was quite handy, actually, weren't it? Like compared to the last major that was like West Coast, this yeah, being like yeah. uh, in in like only like five hours time difference and stuff. It was made it so much easier. Yeah, completely agree. It was yeah, it definitely. was good. So for that reason, I did get to watch quite a bit on the Friday, yeah. uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm. And it is it, it was also weird, like seeing like the, the the early starters like wearing snoods and jumpers and. It always, it always reminds me of that when, when they have the match play in, uh, is it Arizona? Where it's like frosty in the mornings, but then the sun comes up and it just burns it up. And uh, yeah. you always used to see them wearing like layers. They're such soft bastards, honestly. You look at the temperature and it's like 13 degrees yeah. or something. You look at the crowd and they're all like... T-shirts. Yeah, shorts and t-shirts. I was going to yeah. say they're all... Just, the they just follow, follow, follow the sun around, don't they? Basically, yeah. Anything above like 15, they're getting like the woolly hats out. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Basically, so what? Uh, what you been up to, boys? What's what's been happening? Just well, we're all, we're all like we're all like just dispersed around the country tonight, aren't we? Yeah, because that is the mm. thing. You two boys are both in hotels tonight, aren't you? Yeah. Mm. You, Matt is in Manchester on the Salford um, Quay, uh, yep. and a kind of what about a seven iron away from the Theatre of Dreams? Well, I'd probably top it, so I would call it a six just to make sure. <laughs> Have you got to hit it over the quay as well? Uh, no, I think I'm the right side, actually. Okay, so you're not going to get yeah. out there and do a little bit of like water rafting or anything tonight? No, definitely not. I can see them like in one of the, uh, I don't know what they're called, like the long rowing, like the, not canoes, like the, the proper boats. And I see yeah, them all yeah, getting yeah. out earlier and it just it didn't. Like, it's, it's a nice day. It's sunny, it's warm, but... No you don't fancy it? Nah, not, not for me. Where are you then, Sam? Uh, I'm in Nottingham. Oh, nice. What you uh... Golf tournament? Obviously, yeah, golf tournament, golf tournament up here. This oh, week. you're playing in the assistance thing. So actually, yeah, yeah, let's just get that out of the way quickly. Congratulations to Sam Forgan, Swingers Club 
co-host who um who won qualifying for that event didn't you uh i did but i mean it was a bit of a uh bit of a bobby jones sort of purist of form of the game as in no prize fund did it for the love <laughs> much rather win much rather have come like 20th and scraped in and, and win this week but we'll see Maybe well, we'll both. yeah exactly i'm sure starts tomorrow starts tomorrow and what's the golf course uh, Oakmere Golf Club. Oh, okay. Well, nice yeah, track, yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah, nice yeah. track. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, fingers crossed, Sam. Best of luck from, from me and Matt. Yeah. Um, appreciate it. Talking of absolute legends, Bryson DeChambeau. He, mm. he, he smashed it in it. He's the only guy under par, and he was six under par. Uh, mm. I, I said to someone earlier, like, if the golf course is really hard and he's the only guy under par and he's one under par in the next level and then there's a couple of one-overs, like, it's still impressive. But to be six when he's the only one under par is a bit of a joke, is it not? It's sort of like a mini, mini, like, Tiger at Pebble, isn't it, in, in 2000? Yeah, see, funny enough, one of the questions I was going to put to you guys is, like, where does it rank in the best major performances ever? Oh god! I need to like. I need some like research. Oh, I know. I know you would, but like, just ballpark. Is it top ten? Could it be top ten? Uh, maybe. I don't reckon there's many many majors that have been won by more than five. But it's it, if it's like I don't know one of like the old USPJ championships where it's been won by more than five, but the winner's eighteen and second is thirteen. Do you know, this diff- This is different, isn't it? Because of how hard the golf course was and the fact that he's six and the next best is level. I what, think. you think the fact that it skirts like one side of par to the other, it makes it yeah. more... Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, I like the way you said that. Exactly what you just said. <laughs> I think it makes it better. Yeah, I don't know. I think this... the. It was it was weird watching it, actually, because I think, I think in order to dominate, I feel like you have to do it from start to finish, if that makes any sense. Like he didn't he was he was two shots. I'd say the last round is probably one of the best rounds of major championship history. And I they, they mm. threw up a stat or whatever it was it it was like the one of the they've calculated it to like strokes gained like on the field um on the last round and his like his round was like second compared to Johnny Miller's sixty three at Oakmont or whatever. Oh really? Yeah, so it's like it, it was quite a. Basically, he gained so many shots on the field, the field average, and it was like mm. the second most or something like that. But so yeah, I'd say impressive. I'd be I'd be willing to say like the the last round was one of the best rounds in major golf championship history. But I don't think you could say the performance of the whole tournament was just because he didn't even he wasn't even leading going into the last day. Yeah. Well, so yeah. so you mentioned uh, Tiger Woods winning uh, Pebble in two thousand. Uh, he won by fifteen shots. Yeah. Since then, so we're talking twenty years. There's only been two winners that have won by more than Bryson's six strokes last weekend. Want to have a guess? Is it Rory twice? Rory was once at Congressional in two thousand and eleven. He won by eight mm. strokes. When he won at Kia, it was quite a lot. It's got to be, must be Martin Keimer then, no? Martin Keimer. I'm surprised he got that one at Pinehurst. He won by eight well, strokes as well. Well done, Sam. That was impressive. I was, I was, Knowledge. Yeah. I'd say so, Louis, 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 Louis win at, at St. Andrews. Uh, St. Andrews was by quite a few as well. Sorry, so I'm looking just specifically at US Opens. Oh, throw that in there. Yeah. 
So well done on so getting Mike Rory, Carver. Rory might have been right in all then. Yeah, Rory was right. Yeah, both by eight. No, shots as in as in the as in the Keo one. Uh, yeah, so that was the USPGA. I think he won that by eight shots. I think off the top of my head, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like you look at the previous victories: three strokes, three strokes, one stroke, four. Brooks Koepka won by four in 2017. Three, one, eight. Martin Keimer two, one, eight. Rory McIlroy one, two. Playoff one, one, two, two. So you know, and then past. So Tiger Woods won by 15 in 2000. And you have to go all the way back to Tony Jacklin in 1970 to get anywhere near that with seven strokes. Hmm. Everything between 1970 and 2000 was no more than three strokes. Wow. There you go. So if you're talking about US Opens and you're talking about what they like to do with the calls and how, you know, historically it is quite a tricky you know, the scores to par are not normally that that low. Um, you could argue that it's it's you know the 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 thing the thing with Tiger was right is he he was an icon and he had already kind of burst onto the scene at two thousand. Then he dominated, and like Bryson DeChambeau is a marmite character. Yeah, isn't he? Just... You don't you almost don't sit on the fence with him. You either like him or you don't. And I think that if it was. If it was a, uh, a a character that doesn't divide opinion as much as Bryson or doesn't have some traits that people don't like, I think we'd be talking about this like yeah. it's you know one of the best victories ever. I genuinely believe that. It's almost like you know when a, a good football player scores a goal and you think if that was Messi or Ronaldo, people would be waxy lyrical about it. But like, I just I feel like that about it. Like I genuinely think it is one of the best especially in recent years that, that we've seen just just because of the way that he got he's gone about it and yeah I agree I think I think it is as mm. well I and think it was sorry you go Joe no no you go man go 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 um I don't know I think the course the course setup was interesting though wasn't it because it was almost like um it was almost so hard to hit the fairways that even the guys that hit a lot of fairways wasn't hitting many fairways so it was kind of it almost kind of took them out of it a little bit. So yeah. it was literally to the point where everybody's going to miss fairways because everyone's going to miss fairways, but because he was literally that far up there. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, it makes a good point. I thought what I thought was really interesting about the course setup, and it shows what you can do with a golf course, how like they had it set up on the first day and they obviously felt like they had it right because that's how they had it. But then I think they thought, our oh, scoring was a bit better than I wanted it to be. So all of a sudden it was really hard on Friday. Do you know what I mean? And then I feel feel like maybe they thought, oh, no, maybe that was a bit too tough. So it got a little bit easier again on the Saturday, and then it was tough again on the Sunday. And I felt like they were just like looking, trying to find a balance. Mm. I think I think that the only thing about Friday was it literally was the only day that they had any sort of wind. Yeah, it was, like, it was actually playing... it was like sort of like fifteen miles an hour, but not not like ridiculous. But yeah, Fr- Friday like was it, the only it day. Made it looked difficult. It was playing, I think, a shot and a half more difficult for the afternoon starters. Mm-hmm. Than what it was the morning starters. Yeah, it's lucky to mm. draw, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's your, your I mean, was going to get that. Are we are we going to get on to, or does anybody want to chat about the? Obviously, Joe maybe not me able to kind of know or know what we're talking about, but uh, the like the absolute disrespect from the commentators towards Bryson, I thought was just a bit of a disgrace. Oh, really? 
I think I think there's a bit of a there's there's been a mixture. I'm I'm not going to sit and try and kind of defend every anybody, but you've got some people that are basically just saying it's bomb and gauge, bomb and gouge. Yeah. When it's not necessarily that case, because if it was that, then some of the other bombers would be up there. He's still um, hitting it pretty straight though. That's the thing. That's the thing. The, the fairways hits that is like fifty-one percent. Yeah, but it's, it's a little bit kind of useless really because if you are if you are just off the fairway, if you're in like the first cut, it's absolutely fine. And that rough was graduated. So if he, if he was more than like 10 to 15 yards offline, then it's really deep shit. Whereas he was in that stuff where it was like intermediate cuts. Like he was hitting it like 350, but he was hitting it pretty much as straight as some of the straightest guys playing. Mm, mm. And I, I, I've got, sorry, oh. Joe, um, I've, I've got a couple of things on this. So, so firstly, what what we didn't see this week, and I think it's for me, it was a little bit of an eye opener. Was you know a lot of the time we see a lot of balls getting sprayed into spectators, and I always talk about players getting a lucky break when the balls landed on areas that have been trampled yeah. down by spectators. Yeah. There was none of that this week, none of that. Um, and also, what what was quite evident, and I think even Bryson might have said it himself afterwards, was that he what he found was that because they tried to make the net fairways narrow. What it actually did is it it actually played into his hands a little bit more because he, he's going to miss fairways. Therefore, he might as well miss them being 340 yards down the fairway rather than 280. Yeah. And it's almost like yeah. it, it kind of the, the guys that like Sam said the guys that do hit fairways, but naturally you're not going to hit 100. percent You know, it it's a, a more of a disadvantage to those guys because if they're missing, they're you know they're not able to hit wedges out of that stuff. They're they're having to hit you know seven irons or eight irons and it's it's tricky but yeah I it's, um, it's... hate all the moaning about it like, I really don't get all the moaning about Brighton and, and, and the bombing is it bombing gouge or smashing gouge bombing gouge yeah yeah bombing um, gouge I just I just feel like why doesn't everyone do it like because there's more to moan it. about it because the thing is they, they, the way they speak about him though the way they spoke about him was like almost as though he wasn't actually playing golf. Do you know what I mean? Like he was, mm. it was sat, like, like he, he still like was pretty much up there on like strokes gained approach and strokes gained putting. It's like, you know, there's a reason why all the long drive guys aren't playing on tour right now is because they don't have the skill to do any of the other stuff. And it's yeah. like, they're not, you know what I mean? He, he's, it's sort of like, I feel like they, I, I mean, I'm, I'll openly admit like he's not, I'm not a fan. I don't really think he's, particularly I don't not the fact that about his golf game I just think I just don't think he's particularly like doesn't seem like a nice guy to me I think he's a bit phony uh, and I think in the heat of battle when he does shout at rules officials shout at spectators that kind of thing I feel and like yeah, this is, if rude. it's kind of it's like is yeah it's, it's kind yeah. of like his true colours kind of come out and lot of Oi, say that don't, don't damage his brand he's, ru- his brand. he's yeah, rude exactly. to his caddy as well and I hate that yeah yeah um, but it's and there's a lot of you know there's a lot of different sources and stories and whatnot going around about him. But I don't, I feel I feel like that doesn't they I feel like the commentators on Sky Sports like McGinley and Coltide were the worst for it on Sunday. Hmm. Basically, weren't even acknowledging him as a golfer, hmm. um, which I felt was unfair. I feel like if you've you've got to be somewhat impartial, and it yeah. wasn't literally until he basically had it won. On, on like 16, 17, 18, where they were finally like, yeah, this is one of the most dominating performances of we've ever, you know, we've seen since Tiger or whatnot. 
And it's like, well, and then even he even got in a comment. McGinn, did you hear McGinley's comment? It was like, um, I'd love to see how this holds up a cold, windy day in Scotland at the Open. McGinley? Like, and he's like, mate, he's just won the US Open by six shots. Can you not talk about this shot? It's not, yeah. you know, he's already got a major in the bag. He's not, he's not thinking about the next one. You know I mean, it's kind of, it's sort of like trying to sort of taint what he's doing almost. Yeah. And it's like, it's been just appreciate actually. what he's done. It is, yeah. it's, it's, it is like, you know, you have to, I know, I felt, I felt, did anybody see Rory's comments? Um, yes. After, on Sunday. Did you see him, Joe? No, I don't. I'm trying well, to get like the know. exact quote. So he, um, he basically said like, fair play to him. He's basically taking advantage of where golf is at the moment. Yeah, I think I did see this. Kind of whether he thinks that's right or wrong is irrelevant. Mm. I think was was the gist of it. I know Sam's going to Yeah, yeah. So he's basically he mentioned, he mentioned the arm lock putter as well though, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, he said like you know with the arm the arm lock putter and stuff, which a lot of people have problem with. Um, but uh, and, and you know I do agree, but you got to make you got to say that if he was the first one to do it and say he wins a loads of tournament before they either scale back the equipment or make the courses a little bit different or whatnot. I feel like you know if he if he's the first one to it, then you know. You've got to, you've got to be able to give him some sort of credit, haven't you? Yeah, massive credit, massive credit, because all he's done is found a way to win. Like, I, it's almost like who when uh, Chelsea won the Champions League, like the football they played was vile. Like it didn't, but they found a way. They found a way to to win something, and they they walked away with a trophy. Like they weren't very good at all. It was awful, but they won. But do, you know, and, and do you know what's what, what's interesting about that is like. I, as a, as a, uh, you know, I'm not crazy on football these days, but I remember, and it's to me, it's history. Chelsea won the Champions League. I don't remember any of their performances. No, but I remember that Chelsea won the Champions League, and that's the most important thing. In ten years' time, people will know Brighton as a major champion. As a major champion, and they'll yeah. know him as the guy that just took advantage of the way golf was and found yeah. a way he could win. Yeah, the biggest golf tournaments in the world, and yeah. instead of jumping on like jumping on him for negative reasons there should be loads of these guys on tour beefing themselves up hitting it harder hitting it longer and, and believe me there believe me there will be like yeah i was, bombing, I, was having, I was having a, i was having a pt session at six o'clock monday morning <laughs> true, true story related. yeah yeah story. I, I just went out he said like what do you want to do like just get me like Bryson. the end yeah um the thing is that, i mean it, i wasn't you know i was obviously a bit a bit young probably for when Tiger was sort of coming into it, but he, like, they had this thing, didn't they, of like Tiger proofing golf courses? Yeah. yeah. And basically, all they did was just kept making all these courses longer and longer and longer, which actually, which in actual fact actually meant that it suited Tiger more and more. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you make it giving shorter, him an advantage, then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, if you, if you make them shorter, then, you know, the shorter hitters are then going to still be able to have a wedge in or whatnot, whereas then they've got a chance, they've got fighting chance of getting that wedge inside Tiger's pitch, haven't they? Yeah. Whereas you make the course longer, they're hitting five wood, Tiger Woods is hitting a seven iron. Do you know what I mean? Then they've got no chance. Exactly. Yeah. So um, Just on Paul McGinley though, like you mentioned him, like I used to really enjoy listening to him, but I'm starting to go off him and I'll be, I'm a big fan of Sky. I think Sky do a lot for, for the game of golf. Um, I, I, he's just—I get the—he just likes the sound of his own voice a little bit. Do you not think? 
Mm, I don't probably don't watch enough to really no, pass you judgment, but I do. I, I, sup- I suppose. It, yeah, I mean, look, I've I've got it on for so long. Like my Skybox goes into standby mode, or it tells me it's about to if I don't press a button. Yeah. Um, I so I suppose when you're that. if you're watching golf for like you know I don't know six seven hours straight, I suppose you are going to hear a lot of him. But mm. you know, like I listen he's to. Got, a, he's got the Colton. biggest hard on. He's got the biggest hard on for Rory, hasn't he? McGinnis? Yeah, Rory yeah. and Grass. Like, he, he, like, I'm told that he doesn't really know what he's talking about, but he talks about grass all the time, of different types of grass, this grass, that grass. It grows this way, grain that way. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> the guy's yeah, he's... a trainee yeah. agronomist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a bit annoying, but... Fair enough. Grass does make quite a bit of difference, to be fair. It does. Not, not going to lie to it's you. It's not particularly interesting, though. No, 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 no. I'd agree. And it does uh, lead. And I'm, it not does gonna, lead. I'm not going to pollute this podcast with grass chat either. <laughs> no, it does lead very much into um, something else that I think golf courses could potentially do if they want to try and make golf a little bit more difficult with high level. Because you hear talk about roll the ball back, roll the equipment back, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. And now I've even heard the phrase "we're going to have to Bryson Bryson proof golf courses." Like it's a load of crap, right? Bunkers. You oh, boys here we go. Oh, yeah, I've been looking. Is this your? Is this your like? Uh, what, what is this? I don't really say Bryson proofing, but like, is this your? No, your, no. So this, your this method isn't, for for getting golf courses harder. This isn't. Yeah, in theory, this isn't directly related to Bryson at all, actually. But what purpose are greenside bunkers now serving on a golf course? I've heard listen you're, hmm, let me finish let me elaborate a little bit more listen listen <laughs> I've, I reckon I heard uh, a large number of times over the four days either a golfer saying get in the sand when they're hitting especially a second shot into a par five they're yelling get in the sand or the commentators are saying oh, if it goes in the bunker he'll be pleased with that if it goes in that bunker mm. he'll be pleased with that it's in the bunker he'll be happy with that like they're aiming for bunkers in in certain places. Now, I, you, you know, if you if you go right back, kind of, you know, bottom line, what is a bunker? A bunker is designed to be a hazard. Now, Lynx golf courses, they have it right. Then pop bunkers on the fairways. If you go in that, you've got to work your hardest to make a make a four, let alone a, a five on a par four. Greenside bunkers, like these guys, are getting perfect liars. Every single time you see bunker shots hold time and time again. Sam, I've seen you do it on the 15th at Stone Market for Eagle. Right. Do you is, reckon... it, is it coming to a point where the hazard that is a bunker is no longer a hazard? I don't think so. I think it's still a little bit more difficult than, than a chip. Mm, depends a chip, what a chip if you're on the fringe. Like from the fairway. Yeah, a fringe or a fairway or, you know, if it's closely mown, then I'd agree. Give me that over a bunker any day of the week. And I'm not talking about amateur levels, but I'm talking about if a, if a professional golfer is standing in particular on a par five and he's hitting his second shot and he's yelling at it to get in the bunker, that for me is not a hazard. That isn't, that's an issue. Yeah, He I, wants I it to go in there. Agree. He wants it to get in there because he's going to get an advantage. And therefore, it's not a hazard. Do you if think replace bunkers with water? Oh no! Water? What on every what every bunker that's there? You put water, or you make it thick grass like 
like the rough that we've seen this week. Make it a hazard. Because at the moment, they're not hazards. Bam rakes. <laughs> Bam rakes. Or Look, waste you... area. Yeah. You... Waste areas. That'd be proper hard then. You, yeah, you then, could... the la- then the last group really are like bollocks. Cause... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's hard to say. I don't think. But look, I, I, I don't. I don't know. You know, on a serious note, like I don't. I don't have the golden ticket answer for this one. Oh, I thought interested. you did. I thought that was. No, I, I thought well, this was what this was I, about. No, I. I think you know. If you could replace, I know you can't do it. But just an example, if you were able to replace bunkers with water everywhere, don't need to be like lakes. Just little ponds, few reeds, few bushes, whatever. A couple of lily pads. But the bottom line is, if your ball goes in there, you're dropping. It then becomes a hazard. <laughs> I reckon you should be making it like sort of shallow, like ankle deep water, so they could have a slash at it if they wanted. Yeah, if, or every mud. single time. I just I, make it mud. I reckon we should uh, we should get the listeners involved and see if they've got any suggestions of what we can replace bunkers with. Go with. I think there's Matt's a way. I don't. Idea. I think you can make. There is like a. I can't remember what I was, what event it was, or something like that. But I think it was one of Jack Nicholas's events when he did it at Memorial. They like, he had like these special rakes that made like really, really deep grooves in the yeah, sand. Yeah, so it's not. It's, you don't and, get the great and light. They, and the, they moaned like anything about it. And it was like because if you get in between the grooves in the sand, it's then like really hard to like spin it. You just mm. basically get like lobbers. But then it is a hazard again, exactly. And like then it's saying. a hazard again. So I think you basically. Maybe what they do is I tell you, um, and the hardest, horriblest thing to do is when there's like loads of sand in a bunker. Yeah, that right. would be the next. That would be the next. So there, right. so therefore, it's going to plug as well. Like, yes, I think I think we're getting somewhere, aren't we, Matthew? That's I, more, I think more, we are. That's probably more feasible. Yeah. Than, and then than, all... uh, than like 150 mini hazards on every golf course. <laughs> but that's what they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be 150 mini hazards, but they're not. Like fairway bunkers, fine, but um, you could like if you can get like imagine like the lightest sand, so when the ball goes in, like you can just about see the top of it. And, you know, it. all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, Bryson wants to lose weight because as he's getting in the bunker, he's literally like just up to his knees in sand. That would be cool. And you get someone like Matt Fitzpatrick who jumps in a bunker and he's like just ankle deep in sand, and then the big guys are like knee deep in sand because they weigh a little bit more and they just sink. Quick sand, that's it. Quicksand. Quicksand. Yeah. Like, it's life or death. Why don't you just make them like big pits of fire? Yes. You've got maybe, to be in and out. Maybe chuck a tiger in each one or something. Yeah. You should get that band. No. Yeah, we're, we're, we're losing. We're losing the world. I'm, I'm, well, I'm losing the world to live here in my hotel room. Yeah. All we're right. Losing well, started, I've even started <laughs> marking up my golf balls through the middle of that conversation. <laughs> But I, you know, I'm interested to see what other people think. Like in general, in all serious though, like they, they're not serving the purpose that they're designed for. So I ask so myself, you don't, what's the point? So, you don't, so basically, what you're trying are you trying to say, like you don't see, you're not impressed with a good bunker shot anymore? No, I'm impressed with a good bunker shot. Like if they hold a bunker shot, great. Nothing beats, so, you know, watching someone play like a, a 20, 30 yard bunker shot, and it, you know, checks up on the second bounce. Don't take that away from anybody. Like that's that's brilliant to watch. That's an amazing piece of skill. And it's something that they have to practice a long time. My issue is it with my issue with it is if you're hitting a, a shot and you're yelling at it to get in the sand, it's not serving its purpose because it's not a hazard. If you'd prefer it mm. to be in there than than out, it's not mm. a hazard. I don't think we can argue with that at all. Mm. I'm mean, going to still side note actually. I suppose now since uh, 
obviously since COVID's been going on, you can like prefer a light in every bunker. Mm. Yeah. I must admit, I, I mean, I reckon my, my up and down percentage out of bunkers has gone up like hugely because you just get like, like you said, you do get a perfect light each time. Mm. Whereas before, obviously, if you're getting the average amateur golfer is not always giving it the greatest rate going. Um, no. So it does make a big difference if like, you know, the sand is perfect. Yeah, correct. Definitely. Um, yeah, so I had one more Bryson-related question before we move on um, to potentially uh, picks and next week and stuff like that. And that is a question to you both. How do you think he will fare at Augusta? Uh, uh, well, basically, the next two, the next two all... majors are Augusta, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you reckon he wins one of the two? I reckon he's. I reckon he's got every chance of winning one of the two, hasn't he? Really? Mm, yeah, I think he's got every chance. I don't think he will. You don't think he's going to win either? No, I don't. I think. I think he'll be. I think he'll be one of the one of the firm favourites, and I think he'll do all right. And I think he'll probably top ten or five in one of them. But I don't think he'll get over the line in Augusta. I just. I don't know why. There's no. Um, no, like decent theory behind that. It's just my gut feeling. Just to get no substance, just a mm, feeling. Just a feeling, yeah. Just vibes. I, I don't know. I think he is putting. The thing is that he is putting so well now. That's the thing. Mm. Um, but does he win one of the two? I reckon. I'm going to say no, but I reckon. He'll, I reckon he's going to top ten in both. Yeah, yeah. That's, I don't think he'll be far off. I think um, I actually do. I think the golf course suits him. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think the golf course suits him, and like you say, he's putting better. Mm. The thing is, he well, he wasn't even he wasn't even number one in total driving this week, so it's not as though. Well, he, I don't even think he was in the top five total driving. So like, and that is, and that's just not like that's not just like fairway set. That's like basically wherever you've hit it, there, it's some formula or whatnot as to whether. Mm. Rory, Rory, Rory was what Rory was number one in total driving, which he pretty much is every week. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Mm, there you go. McGinley, I'll tell McGinley about that and see what he says. Yeah. Is Rory killing the game? <laughs> um, let, let's let's no no. I don't think he is either. Um, let's move on to. Should we do picks? Mm, yeah. Should we, pitch? Should we okay. quickly? Oh, go by the way, can we just have a? Can we just? Can I just quickly say about? And it was on the pod last week. Before those who say, "Oh, it's all very well and good," because this is classic Joe Cardi to say, "Oh, oh I, I can't pick so and so." I can't believe it. I wanted to pick. I wanted to pick so and so, and ended up winning. Oh, can, do, do then, you want me to preempt what you're going to say? Yeah. Well, what my my you two picks? Harris are, my, my three picks. My three picks that I wanted: Harris English, Neiman, and Brendan Todd, and they were all in like the top twenty-five. Um. And did you put money on any of them? Uh, yes, I did actually. Won a bit of money on Harris English. Uh, I won a bit of money on Xander Schofle. Nice. What do you make of Xander quickly? Like, is he? I, I love Xander Schofle. I, I like him, but is he? But he always seems to be in and around, and then just kind of fades. Like, is he? Is he going to be like another Tony Finau? You can't no. say he's Tony Finau because he's already won like four times on tour. So yeah, and he's yeah, so but you know what I mean. Like you know what I mean. He's so cool. Is, I is like he going to be like? A, it's a different game. He rolls it so much better than Finau. Like, yeah. All right. Like, all you right. watch. You, all right. Yeah, all but right, you mate. watch. Yeah, I know. But you. Watch oh, I love Finau. you, Xander. 
You watch Fino <laughs> Pat and it's like, oh God. Yeah. All right, just a question, mate. Sorry. Sorry, Sam. Um, when he... Matt, have you no, no, just... questions out, yeah? Yeah. I've got another, <laughs> no, yeah, I've got another I one. That was a valid question. <laughs> um, right, Sam. Sorry, mate. I think I think he will be well he is already a proven winner compared to Fino, who is not a proven winner. No, it's true that. Um let... <laughs> He's just—he's literally, literally sitting there, just staring at his poster of Xander Schauffele in his bedroom wall right now, and he takes it everywhere with him. <laughs> I put it up in my hotel room. Well, to be fair, like, I think it was even last week or the week before Sam claimed that Xander was a bit vanilla. He is a bit vanilla. What I mean, what there's there's nothing remotely interesting about the guys there. I find him interesting. I like him. He's one of my favourite golfers. What? Just obviously, he's a good—he's a good. Pl- oh well, he's a great player, isn't he? But like, yeah. What is? I just don't see anything what as to why I don't know anything about the guy. I oh, no, I just I just said last last week I think I just think he's like super super classy. I think he oozes class and he's really good at golf. Oozes class. Someone class. said that about he's me once. No, they didn't. No, they no didn't. you're right. They didn't. No, they, never, <laughs> <never>. <laughs> right. Anyway, let's do some picks for God's do sake. <laughs> um, the European Tour heads to Northern Ireland. Yes. Randomly sponsored Dubai Duty Free Irish Open. What's all that about? Well, Dubai Rory, Dubai Duty Rory, Free, they um, connection in it. Yeah, it? they yeah they they sponsor quite a lot of uh, golf events, don't they? Dubai Duty Free Desert Classic, the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open. I think they're one of the. Yeah, it's sponsors, just like Dubai. Yeah, um, I get it. I get it. Um, and we've also got the Kalaras. Pantacana Resort and Club Championship. That sounds like something Tony Female's going to win. Club mm. Championship. Yeah, well, it's a shame, it's a shame it wasn't last <laughs> Are week. Are you sure this is not last week's? <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be a load of members moaning about the course being too hard. Green's being too fast. It could be. Or Green's Matthew. being too good. Green's being too good. The Greens were too good for people. I've to never, ever said that week. in my life. <laughs> that was something like that you were saying last week, weren't no, it? No, I didn't know. Definitely didn't sound a thing. The greens were perfect. Greens were perfect. Next. Right, okay. So, also, by the way, the the listeners need to get involved and help me out here because it should have been double points. And I'll tell you why, the listeners, it should have been double points last week because it was US Open. Um, the, the, the guests and I come joint tied 17th, I think, with Benny. No, no, we missed a cut, obviously. We all missed a cut. Uh, there was terrible picks, but we're plus seven was Benny Yang and Martin Keimer, who beat Sam and Matt's pick. So the guests and I apparently share a point, despite me thinking that we should have got two points each. So feel free to write your complaints to at Sam Forgan and at Matt Holbrook on um, Twitter and Instagram, because as far as I'm concerned, that is a load of bollocks. Uh, so apparently we only get one point each. I move on to six and the guests Joe, move lobby. on to four. Like, lobby an feel... argument. Give, give, me, give me some reasons. Well, give me some reasons. I can feel the anger from the listeners sort of... Yeah. I can't well, know. Who's, um, who had it last example, week? Sam Wilkinson. You can't have two points, especially two points for, a, for an MC pick. Yeah, I could get if that two went po- to... Yeah, two, point get, two points it's each. Two points each for a guy that's missed a cut. If it's a, a draw... outlandish to me. If it's a draw, the points are shared. The end. 
said Matt Holbrook as soon as it was a draw, and he wasn't one of them. Mm. All right, no, that's fine. It's all right. That's I'm the point it. of having three, though, I suppose. If it was, then <laughs> if if it had been like me and you, Joe, that would maybe tied, then it had been me and you voting, and then we'd obviously got two points each. But as the fact is, you and the listener, who, yeah, and the listener, yeah, the listener can that, therefore not fight his corner, Paul Sam Wilkinson. Uh, he therefore, I'm afraid it's just a point each. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. This will come back around. Don't worry, lads. Who wants well, to go? Where's that overall then? That has us Matt Holbrook on eight, me on six, Sam on three, guests on four. That's tight, isn't it? How many am I behind? Uh, you're five behind Matt. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> U- Mr. European Tour. That's why he's going to pick someone from the big boy tour this week, is he not? Absolutely not. Should we let Matt go first as he's first? Go on. Sam, you go first because you're last. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'm going to pick a friend of the show. No. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Going to have Laurie Cantor. No. My mate. We spoke and I was getting vibes. He's due. He's, well, continues to play the way he's playing his due a win so all the best to Laurie he's yeah. my pick even though I'm afraid he's got the kiss of death riding on him and I'll take full responsibility if he does no good yeah that's true that is a bit and harsh of you considering Laurie I apologise because well. I can almost yeah. guarantee you a top 10 if, if I'd have picked first this week yeah and uh, yeah that is a bit harsh no, okay. of you Sam going back, to, going, back to the, going back to the Conor McGregor the superstitions are for the weak minded therefore I know Laurie will power through and have a good finish well, yeah, let's just hope so. He's been um, playing very well. So this is... I'm going to go next. So this is the first time in Swingers Club history that I am going to want someone else to, to win picks because obviously I'm going to want a friend of the show, Laurie Cantor, to, to win. Um, but I'm going to have to go with my reserve who should have served me so well last week but at least got me a bit of banner in George Kutzier. <laughs> Brilliant. Classic. Okay. And I'm going to go. So I'm literally like, I looked down the list and I thought Laurie Cantor just jumped out at me because he had been playing well and I like the link of the friend of the show. Um, so I'm actually sitting there looking at the field. Do you want to come back to me? Do you want to do the guest yeah, pick? Yeah, I'll do the guest pick. This week's guest pick comes from Duncan Bell and he's gone for Corey Connors on the Big Boys Tour. Ooh, uh, Big Boys Tour. Big Boys. Um, right. I'm, okay, <laughs> nice, to got... see some, nice to see someone with a set of bollocks coming on. Yeah. Well, I haven't done I it think, since I tried speaking, to Speaking boat. of not having a set of bollocks, Matthew, who's your pick? <laughs> I, think, I think I've got one. I think I've got one. I'm going to go for somebody who's got the coolest hair in golf. Robert Rock. Robert Rock. I'm going for Rocky this week. Robert Rocky. Rock. Yeah. All right. There's your winner. There's your winner, winner, chicken dinner. I um, strangely like that pick, to be honest. Nah, George Coates is cleaning up. Double points for a win, I reckon. Double mm. points for a win. Just, just what well, before we like, before we move on totally. Uh, any of you two a bit disappointed in like DJ or Ram? You think like they should have at least been sort of up there in the event? DJ doesn't considering the form. Me. DJ doesn't because DJ's like that, doesn't he? He's either he like he either shoots thirty under or um, hang on. He, he even sounded like you went miles away there. Yeah, no, sorry, the mate, uh, no, it's, 
the phone call was coming in that I just uh, got oh. rid of. Um, silly wife. The thing is, he's made he's made eighteen point five million in the last three weeks, and then he just rocks up to the U.S. Open. And I mean, he still finished tied six, which is crazy. Yeah, but, and that's um, that's the thing with DJ. Really ever in the tournament at any point. No. Now, what I want to say about John Rahm, slightly more interestingly, is that I felt that after two rounds, he hadn't really been doing much, but he was he was right in it. I think it was like one over. Um, and I actually felt that he was going to kind of come through and sneak up and just do a bit of a, a backdoor Sunday job because um, he's that type of player. But yeah, I was surprised. I was more surprised at John Rahm, to be honest, on what I was, um, what I was with the others. Yeah, I, I just, I'm not like massively surprised or disappointed. Maybe a bit surprised, but not disappointed. I just think you can't do it all, all the time, can you? And it was, a, it was a tough tournament. It was a tough event. It's just how it was, really. Yeah, underwhelming answer. Sorry about that. Okay. I was I was hoping for at least a little bit of passion. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, unfortunately, what? got nothing. Did you got know nothing. that there's like as we record now on what night? It's Tuesday night. There's like some kind of exhibition match going on. Yeah, Tiger they've... and JT against Rory and Rose. Yeah, they've, no. they've been doing them. Mm. They've been doing them quite a bit. There was one with uh, it was like the I think Taylor made well I suppose the match too with Tiger and Tiger and uh, Phil, um, but then after that they did the driving for a leaf, didn't they? Taylor made yeah, um, and that was like when we was coming through uh, when we was right in the middle of the pandemic, and I think it's just kind of uh, taken off since there really, and it's kind of become a bit of a bit of a thing that you know people are raising some money, which is good. Yeah, it's good. Good. I quite enjoyed. I actually genuinely quite enjoyed the um, the Woods. Is it Woods Mickelson and the Peyton Manning? Yeah, that, that was brilliant. Tom Brady. Yeah, it was yeah. brilliant. It was a lot better than the first one. Yeah, the Tom um, Brady was shit. Yeah, apart from when he held out, didn't he? Yeah. We did. We talked about it on the podcast, didn't we? Because I was yeah, saying, yeah, like, yeah, I didn't we, really we, know yeah, who we they got... were. Because I, I thought it was brilliant. Because he, cause I thought Tom Brady was really funny. What did he say? Yeah, have a suck on that one, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thing is, interestingly, Matt quite enjoyed it, even though he is very strongly against the Alfred Dunhill and the Pebble Beach pro am. Yeah, he hates anything with celebrities, oh, but loves no, it's anything different. with celebrities. It's different. It is right. different. And if anybody wants to know that's new to the podcast, just go back and listen to our very first episode to find out what what I think of. Uh... But listen, people change, don't they? People change and things change and. <laughs> Like Bryson, if you look at Bryson like a year ago. Yeah, look at look, look at me when we first started the podcast. Chubby little Matt. You know, never been for a run in his life. And now look at me. I've got a shout out Ben, by the way. Because he's uh, a new listener. So Ben is my new golf specific personal trainer. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you got a hell you got some hell of a team of people around the whole group. Well, this is the thing, right? So, this is why I've had to do this because when I watched Bryson on Sunday's victory speech, he pulled out this this piece of paper and he was like, firstly, I thank my parents, standard. I need to thank my swing coach. I need to thank my personal trainer. I need to thank my nutritionist. And I thought to myself, at that point, it really hit home with me and I thought, do you know what? If I win anything big at the golf club, when I'm going to do a, a, a victory you're speech, a, you're going to drop a scroll for your team. Like exactly. If I'm not, if I'm not below the parents, I'm going to be fuming. It's literally going to go like, Mum, Dad, I want to thank Sam, my swing coach. I want to thank Ben, my 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 personal trainer. Um, 
And also, Ben's his, his surname is, is Herbert, but I, I'm scared to ask him. He'll tell me now next week whether he's like one of these posh Herbers or if he's just Herbert. No, he's not. He's not Herbert. No. No, I didn't. Well, I didn't not unless he's changed his mind since I knew. <laughs> where does Joe? Where does Joe rank on your thank you list, Matthew? When you're um, you win something big at Stowe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, publicist. publicist. Yeah, the, the postman's. You know, I'm close with the postman. No, just, listen. I thank everyone that's helped me throughout the years. Like, even if it's just been someone that's looked at my swing for 20 minutes. Some people deserve it a little bit more than others. And I just said I can't be working with that. I feel, yeah, 20 thank... minutes. The amount of the amount of swing videos I get sent is 20 minutes a day for me. Do you know what? Though, have you noticed that since I saw Ben, I've just been sending him videos of like me doing exercises up against the wall. You've had no swing videos. I can pick people up and put them down like that. It's it's easy for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's <all> right. <laughs> I'll give you uh, I'll give you a couple of weeks off. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> My God, talk about getting off. But to be fair, can we so, go. So, so, yeah, I think we, we could. This is. I feel like this is another meeting with Matt Holbrook, Golf Ltd. <laughs> it's it's got to be at that point at some at some point. Now, unfortunately, I've now got to go and attend to my social media because it's absolutely gone off tonight. Okay, and that is because. Oh but wait, wait, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I've literally got a, one of my friends. He was been begging me. Well, I say begging me. He he asked me to do this question for you guys and on the pod, and I texted him because I forgot it. And he's literally just texted me back. His question is, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a pretty short one. It's, I know my answer is very, very simple. Um, he says, will Rory win a, uh, win another major? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. He needs to sort out his wedge plate. He'll win one in the next six. Yeah. Um, okay, and then he's got another question, which we pretty much already answered. Who is this so, guy? Are we going to put a name Charlie Marks. Charles, yeah, sorry, Charlie. Charlie Marks. Right. Um, Hello, coming, Charlie. He's coming. He's coming with a few questions, to be fair. Uh, and he said, was Bryson's distance that won it, or was it that doing him a disservice? It's doing him a disservice. I'd say it's doing him a disservice. I'd say it was massively helpful, but he did a lot of other stuff very well. Mm-hmm. Mm, tend to agree it's with an that advantage. Well, it's an advantage. I feel like was... it basically... it. It blinded everybody else to how good the rest of his game was, I would yeah. say. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Eloquently put. So, on that note, yeah, got that in at the end. Yeah, no, brilliant. And and uh, people should get those questions coming in. Um, Charlie, yeah, really I like them. He, he really, he, I'd say he qualifies for friend of the show, Charlie does. Friend he of the show? There. He's up there for friend on the show? He, he, he come, he's had a lot of really good questions yeah. in the past. So, um, appreciate that kind of input because that's what we need to keep this thing going. So, guys, do do it. As always, share the pod around as much as you can. The, um, the the reviews you leave us on Apple are really they really help the algorithm and they help us get out to more people. So please do, if you can, just spare two minutes to write something and give us five stars. Share it about with your mates, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye for now. <laughs>